0: To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk Podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Get your sporting fix, Friday Sport on Wellington Mornings with RS Lane Panel and Fate Get in the fast lane, rslane.nz, Talk ZB.
0: a gap in midfield, shakes off three, up over halfway, Cariffi. he's got numbers to his right, Ruben Love, he won't be stopped, that's a lovely start for the Lions, Ruben Love, Piranada gets it back to Larkoi, he boots it into Judge. Wellington, a 2022 NPC champions, 22 years of anguish, they've finally done it.
1: There's a, a crutch there, guys. Good morning to Jason Pine. I've just turned his microphone on. Good morning, Jason.
2: Hello, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, microphone slash phone line. He's, yes. he's off site. He's been hard working for us this morning, Piney.
1: And 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 Adam Cooper, who's the host of the All Sports Breakfast tomorrow morning. Good morning to you both. Hello. Turn twenty-two seems to be the number. Twenty-two years ago. 19, 2022 all the stars aligned and we are not only have the Ramfrey Shield in Wellington but we're the MPC champion i start with you Coops because I told you this was going to happen last week and you were rolling your eyes and saying I'm putting a cobwash on it. And my, it was all my fault if they'd lost. I did say
2: what was going to happen. Yeah, you, you picked it well, didn't you? The momentum was there and uh, they certainly proved it from you know from the get-go, ready against Canterbury. It was a close game in the end. Canterbury did get within single digits, but you never at that point felt like Wellington were going to give the game up. They just had everything behind them. They had the energy. They kept nudging a few penalties ahead as, as Canterbury sort of cut that deficit back. And, uh, geez, that try we heard Nick Bewley call there, that, that Karifi break, running two-thirds of the length of the field and beautifully offloading it to Ruben Love for that first try. Oh, that was just a perfect way to start the scoring of that game. It was such a such a wonderful victory, such a brilliant season from those first earlier rounds where they did struggle. They had a big rethink, they had a big talk to themselves, and the way Leo Crowley and his two assistants Tamari Allison and Paul Tito have coached the side, the way Dupl- Duplicy Karifi has led the side, and just had total player buy-in. You know, you've got former All Blacks, you've got Super Rugby guys that they really. Don't need to worry about the NPC really in the wider scheme of things, but they bought into this campaign and it was just such a gr- great group of players. What a night it was on Saturday! And Piney it was never in doubt,
1: was it? Even though that try did, I had a little flicker in my heart when Canterbury scored that try late in the second half. I said, never going to be in doubt because one thing always comes through defence wins championships, and that's what Wellington NPC team had in bucket loads, Piney.
0: Yeah, but the only thing that I was worried about was that normally Canterbury teams win, win championships <laughs> and, um, and I thought, man, they're going to win another one here and, and they do know how to win games. Look, I, I Coops is absolutely right. It was a, a perfect storm of, of players and coaches and, and everybody involved in that team all, you know, pushing in the right direction or pulling in the right direction, whatever you want to say. There was no, uh, no thought of any factions within that team. They were all on the same page and I just thought they thoroughly deserved it. And, you know, when you win 10 straight games, I mean, something's going very, very right. So, look, I was just delighted for those guys, particularly those who have been around for a while and the fans as well who have had to wait, as you've said, 22 years. You know, when they won it in 2000, that had been a 14-year wait. And, you know, never in our wildest dreams did we think it would be another 22. I mean, let's hope it's not another one. Another 36 <laughs> before we win it again. And, uh, but, you know, I just I just thoroughly
1: enjoyed watching them uh, play the game, win the game, and then celebrate afterwards. Yeah, I hope I'm still alive by yeah. the time they win the next one, Piety. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to wait that way. You, you've been out at the NZCIS um, complex. Is that what you call it, a complex? Uh, watching the Phoenix train this morning. Uh, tell us what's going on, and there's a big name coming back into the team. Yeah, that, uh, it is a great complex
0: out there. It's a wonderful facility. Yeah, the Phoenix have uh, welcomed back David Ball into their playing squad for Sunday night's game against Melbourne City. He hasn't played at all this season. Uh, he broke his toe uh, or had a, had a ligament uh, issue with his toe at the back end of last season, but used painkillers to um, to be able to continue to play. Unfortunately, what that did was uh, further aggravate uh, that area and he, he ended up breaking his um, breaking a bone in his foot. So he's been out, but he's back. I've just had the chance to chat to him and he's um, very much looking forward to rejoining his teammates. They've had a, um, a traditionally slow start to the season uh, with a couple of draws and a loss last week. So Melbourne City are a good team. They're top of the league. So no better time to, to get your first win of the season and, and to have David Ball back uh, adds to a, a real range of attacking options that Coach ufuk has at his disposal on Sunday.
1: I think the good news from watching the first couple of games, Adam Cooper, is the fact that we are scoring goals isn't it? So I mean if we were drawing nil all or weren't scoring goals we're scoring goals so we're getting the ball in the right place.
2: Yeah, and I think that's been, they've taken encouragement from that. I was out there just the other day as well, speaking to um, another sort of import, Steven Ugarkovic, who, who's there in the midfield this season. And I think they are taking satisfaction from, A, knowing that they are finding the back of the net, and and you know, um, despite also conceding, they are scoring goals, but they're also creating a lot of opportunities. And I think just from hearing what he had to say the other day, they... It is very frustrating that they are able to put those shots up. They are able to get the ball into open space, you know, near the goal and the goal box and things like that, but just not quite being able to finish off. So I think those midfielders and forwards have had a, a good long conversation in this past week on the back of some, you know, Ufuk Tale, he you know, rightly wasn't impressed when that game finished last week. They've talked about that. And things are going to look a bit different as well, not with, just with David Ballback, but also Jan Suss, um, the Brazilian import who we've only saw, seen 25 minutes of this season. He was talked about a lot... Um, uh, when he before he came here, got red carded 25 minutes into his tenure at the Phoenix, so he's back this weekend as well with that suspension now over. So, yeah, we might see a bit of injection of, of firepower and a little bit more confidence when it comes to, to pushing for those, those chances and, and securing wins with a few extra goals.
1: Okay, let's move on to, to some big events this weekend. 660 no, is not a sporting event, but it's, oh. at, uh, it's at Sky Well, it's a sporting event for us. <laughs> it's, it's at Sky Stadium. So, you know, you know so uh, Jack's all right. He's got a couple of tickets. He's going along. And I think Coop's, you're going along. Pine, are you going along?
0: No, I'm not going to go to 660. Um, oh. I'm going to uh, I'm going to be watching watching some sporting events at the same time. Yeah, okay. and I'm
2: not going either. I don't know where you're getting that um, uh, defamatory going- statement from. I'll uh, be watching all the sport this weekend uh, as well. Uh,
1: oh, I, I'm going to see supergroups. So I admit that. <laughs> Big sporting Saturday night. Let's talk about the All Blacks and the Black Ferns. Uh, come to you on this one, piney because there's been a lot of controversy over the selection of times of these games, and a lot's been made with it. People have been sticking their noses in. End of the day, my theory is that you'll watch whatever you want to watch and that's okay. Is that the right thing or the wrong thing to say?
0: No, I mean, I think, you know, New Zealand rugby have, have come out and said, look, we, we got it wrong. We didn't consider the kickoff time of the Women's Rugby World Cup quarterfinal when we agreed to the Japan All Blacks game. And look, I mean, too much has been said and written about that mistake by New Zealand rugby. But here we are. We've got a game that kicks off at 10 to 7, another one that kicks off at half past 7. These days, Nick, I think most people have the ability to double screen. Mm-hmm. I certainly do and, and certainly with them being on, on different providers as well. Sky Sport have the all blacks, Spark Sport have the black ferns. So if you've got access to both and you've got a couple of screens, whether one be a television and one be a tablet or a laptop or a couple of TVs, even a smart TV to, to put Spark on, then you can you can watch both. The other thing also is is um, if the by my math, if the all blacks kick off at ten to seven and it'll be half-time in that game when the Blackburn starts. So you'll flick across, watch that, and then I guess you make your decision, you know, around, um, around which one you want to stay with. So, look, everyone will make their own call. But, you know, I think a lot of people will watch both. And if they can't watch both, at the same time, they'll watch a replay of the one they haven't watched afterwards. So, yeah, if you want to watch them both, you can. It's, it's unfortunate that they clash in terms of their kick-off times, but it's not as though we don't get access to both games.
2: No, exactly. Coops. Yeah, well, I mean, you look at both these games, right? The All Blacks are playing a match against Japan, who, you know, the All Blacks will thump. Let's put it that way that they will. Japan has had a pretty rough time since COVID; they haven't been able to to play or gather as a group very often. The the, the players that Jamie Joseph has, you know, brought together haven't played much rugby. That the All Blacks will win comprehensively. Then you look at you've got a quarter final at a Rugby World Cup Women's. I mean, what game means more? You'd say the Black Ferns quarter final at a World Cup. So I think that will draw a lot more people into watching that. But as Piney. Said, You know, it's pretty common these days when there's cricket and rugby on together for people to double screen. I don't see why that is a problem because I think in this era of watching sport, it's actually chopping and uh, changing during games and people watch the big moments, they don't necessarily sit and watch a full game. So I don't know if it's going to be too much of a problem, I don't care because I'll be at the Bond, on Bond Street, where there's about 50 screens. Give it a (laughs) a free beer So I'll be able to watch everything that's on, including the Black Caps and uh, maybe even a free beer, I
1: don't know. Gosh, he's asked for a free beer there, Piety. Piney, have you been surprised by the success of the T20 World Cup? Because for me, you know, Pakistan versus India, 80,000 people in Melbourne, and, and the result of that game. I mean, it's a big game. You know, I think we play England. It's England this weekend, eh? New Zealand, England. Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka. When do we play, we play England? Sri Lanka, yeah. Don't we play England uh, in the pool as well? Oh, next week, okay. Yeah,
0: we play. We play next week. Yeah, Sri Lanka tomorrow night. Yeah, look, I, haven't, I, I look, I I wasn't at all surprised at the massive crowd that turned out to watch India Pakistan. I mean, they play each other so rarely these days um, in in you know in bilateral series. So it's not as though they get the chance to play each other very often. And and uh, we all know how how absolutely uh, enthusiastic uh, Indian and Pakistan cricket fans are about their cricket. Look, I um, I was disappointed the other night to see the rain out you know Black Caps Afghanistan. Even though Afghanistan have have uh, you know, punched above their weight at times over the last few years. I think the Black Caps certainly saw that as a game that they would definitely win and then they would have been two from two. To have the washout and only the one point that goes with it is, is um, it's, it's, no, it's not absolutely catastrophic and, and they should still make it through to the semifinals okay. But yeah, they'd want to beat Sri Lanka tomorrow night. And I get the feeling they will. They're in good. I mean, they absolutely pasted the Aussies. Uh, so play a game like that and, they'll, um, and they will win again tomorrow night.
2: Yeah, what a win it was last week, wasn't it? It was the icing on the cake for Wellington winning the MPC, seeing Finn Allen go out and bash things up straight away from the get-go in that innings to really set a, an amazing target that the Aussies just couldn't get there uh, due to the, the bowling effort um, from the Black Caps as well. And the catch. The, oh, like the Glenn catch. Phillips, unbelievable, Can wasn't you, it? Just, I, it was just, just had all the elements of just such a comprehensive victory. And, you know, the Black Caps could go out and, and not do as well against Australia next time, but, geez, that was one to savour and celebrate because that was brilliant. And they are capable of winning this competition, We might only see one of Australia or England in the next stage, which would be amazing too.
1: Adam Cooper, All Sports Breakfast host uh, tomorrow morning from 7 till 9. Jason Pine, Saturday and Sunday afternoons host of ZB Sport from 12 till 3. Thank you both very much for taking your time and coming on to our
2: show.